And now it's time for the Neighborhood Leafs Podcast. Hello everyone, I'm Phil. And I'm Dan. We're coming to you on, I guess, Tuesday, April 23rd, a few hours before Game 7 in Boston against the Boston Bruins. Have we been here before, Dan? Yeah, I feel like it is something that's just like a recurring nightmare almost. Even if even if we take like just the Leafs and Bruins out of it, we also just extend the Leafs playoffs. Like this is another game seven, three years in a row. Yeah, with the Capitals. I think it was six. Was games it six? Against. We lose in overtime. No, I th- well, I think that that one was they lost in six because they lost in Toronto. But that game, I think they had five of six games going right. To overtime. That was it. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but yeah, that yeah again, it, it's. It's crazy that we're here, but at the same time, completely understandable. Yeah. Of all the series, this was a series that a lot of people said was a coin flip. Uh, I, I know my original call was Boston and seven. Um, I made the same call. I hope right? I'm wrong. And like that, that, that was you saw you saw a lot of even people who picked Toronto was Toronto and seven. Uh, you know, in terms of the point differential between all the teams, like the Boston and Toronto were the two closest teams that were facing off. Like. There was a lot of things to tell us that this is where we're going to end up. Right. Uh, if we look at the series so far, you know, no team has uh, won two games right. in a row. It's been Leafs, Boston, Leafs, Boston, Leafs, Boston, Leafs, Boston. So I guess that hopefully, well. hopefully the trend right. continues. Um, so today we're, we're really going to try and uh, throw nothing but cliches at you. And we're just kidding. Uh, like, although we could do that. We're just going to try and break down the different narratives going into tonight's game uh, and then kind of look for some possible changes at least might do going into Game 7, things that uh, they could try, uh, and generally break down what we think might happen uh, to now without going into specifics. When we know, we all know it's a coin flip. There's no way of predicting. It's no matter what has played out in the season so far, this is one independent game that's going to decide... Uh, Whether seasons are a success and a failure for both teams. So uh, let's just jump right into it. So as we already mentioned, Game 7 in Boston, third time in the last six years. Um, Wow. Why do you think this time will be different, man? And I I don't mean in terms of result. I just mean like going into the game, why why shouldn't we be comparing tonight's situation to the last two times we played Boston? Well, Jake Gardner is the only player still on the team. I mean, Kadri's suspended. He's there, but he's technically not on the team. Um, so that's it. It's it's just Jake Gardner to, and hopefully tonight could be a night. You know that he puts his pass behind him because last thing we need is a nightmare. But he's also protected differently. The Leafs are a totally different team. John Tavares, you know, hopefully is the difference maker, and that's why we brought him in. And our young guys are another year older. They've experienced what it's like to lose. Yeah, so I, I think we kind of got to dissociate the 2018-2019 Leafs from the 2012-2013 Leafs. Yeah, right? for sure. Uh, like you said, that was a, a, a different era, um, different scouts, different president, different general manager. Like Everything is yeah, turned over. Built differently, right? Except for Jake Gardner. Yep. Um, even that, Jake Gardner was a Just rookie a kid, yeah. Was a rookie that year who was kind of impressing us with his, with his speed. Yeah. Um, 
comparing last year's team to this year's team, you already pointed out John Tavares being a big different move. Uh, Jake Muzzin is here. Yep. He's someone who has experience winning game sevens. 4-0. Uh, good, I didn't know that. Good to know. <laughs> Uh, maybe he's got a little Justin Williams things going on. Uh, he'll be the new Mr. Game 7. Uh, yeah, so that, that's one thing that that could really make us feel like it's different. I think, although we are exactly where we were a year ago in terms of being Game 7 against Boston, the path has been very different. Yeah. Uh, last year, and really I guess in 2013 too, Boston got up 3-1. And based on some lucky bounces and some great goaltending, we were able to get to a Game 7. Right. This year's series has been much more split. Leafs have arguably been the better team. Like, I think if you can, and I know it's hard tough to say, but if you can just ignore the power play, Boston power play discrepancy, right. like, they have been the better team. Like, that is Yeah, 5-on-5, really, five five, right? 5-on-5, five five, they've been the better team. Uh so again, I, I think that they are set up to take this one if they want to. But that being said, uh, you, you don't keep the net, the puck out of your net on the power play. You, you, you don't, uh, you, know, you don't keep the same attention to detail. Like again, if there's any steps back in any dimensions of their game, this thing can can get out of hand pretty quickly. Right. Um, but it's going to be a very anxious, very nerve wracking game. Um, it's yeah. I, I I love hockey. I love the Leafs. I hate watching these games. That's so stressful. Eh? It's so it's so hard to like. It's so hard to enjoy because even just now that we know and we know the past, what would the score have to be for you to be comfortable? I think if we get into a shootout, you know, then all of a sudden it becomes like based on our history, we've lost those shootouts with with the Bruins the last few years, right? You know, a 1-1 game heading into the third feel makes you feel a lot more comfortable based on the way the Leafs have been playing this this series. Not like, oh my God, it's deja vu all over again. Yeah. Like hypothetically, say the Leafs come out on fire, score yeah. three goals in the first 10 minutes. Right. It's 3 nothing. I'm still Leafs. paranoid if it's 10 if it's if it's 3 to 3 nothing with 10 minutes left in the third period. Right? Like like, like exactly. So like the there will be, you know, when the Leafs score, when there's a big play, there will be little points of elation, but it's going to be pure anxiety wait, yeah. waiting for the sky to fall for the whole game. Um, and uh, again, if the roles are reversed and Boston gets up big early, then, you know, there'll be a whole other sort of negativity that right. will creep in. Um, again, I'm not expecting either scenario to play out. I think it'll be really close. Uh, I think what we saw in game five will be a preview of what we see now. It'll be just really tightly checked. And again, it'll be a few big saves. Uh, yeah, the difference that'll make maker, the right? difference. I, I, I think the one thing that we could really, you know, hang our hat on is that I feel like Freddie Anderson has been the better goalie. He's yep. also had a lot more opportunities to be good, just because the Leafs have allowed more shots. One thing that I, I I never really noticed this, and I guess watching these two goalies play each other over and over again, like Freddie handles the puck way more than Tukaras does. Yeah, he almost stays in his net. Yeah, and stop the puck behind it. That's really all. And, and, and I think that you know when you factor in the Leafs' speed and the fact that Bo- uh, like uh, Boston Tukarask has been staying in his net, I, I think that might be something that you know maybe can lead to a big break. Right. I, I think you know when we look at the the reoccurring storylines and narratives that have been happening in this series, uh, the Bergeron versus Tavares matchup has 
It's been great. Everything has built, been built. It's been. I think it's been, been built up to be. Yeah. But like pretty much, like whoever wins that matchup tonight will yeah, probably win we'll the probably game. Probably win the game. Yeah. Right. And again, say, you know, we talk about Matthews scoring. If Matthews scores, right, Leafs have a great chance. Yep. Uh, and again, I think we've seen zero productivity from the third line. Yep. Um, and again, I, I don't. I'm not one of those people who thinks that Nylander's been playing. Ter- he had that one terrible, terrible moment. Yeah, there's like a two. shit happens, right? Right. But like, I, I don't blame him for the fact that that line hasn't done anything. I right. feel like he's not like Marlowe and Brown are on his line to make sure he doesn't give up anything on the defensive end, and Nylander has just makes something out of nothing on the offensive end. Right. Unless again the defense jumps up, and again he was the one that kind of contributed to the first Leaf goal. In the yeah, last but, game. yeah, it was a nice play. Uh, so again, it's so many interesting things that we could look at. I think going into a game seven, it's so hard to predict. You're right, because it, it's, but like the whole series is just a coin toss tonight, right? I just, I, I just hope that you know whatever game happens, it's a game, it's an honest game, it's a game that we can we can be happy about and. Like, last game was a great game, you know? Uh, of course, the power play cost us, like it has all series, but it was still, like, a, as a fan, it was a good game to watch. It was a good hockey game. Matthews almost scored on that pass from, I think Martin, it was Martin, yeah, right? Yeah, like, legs. I, 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 still, going back, I still thought that was that was, that was was in. Like, I was getting ready to stand yeah, up. Yeah, me too. I was on the end um, of the scene. Uh, right? So, if we have another game like that and you lose, you can, like, first of all, you can't blame anything on Matthews this year. It has been his coming out party. Yeah. But I think different questions get to be asked, right? Did the Leafs make enough changes? I know we're about to get into it, but the Leafs are finally going to make a change. Yeah. I think today I was pondering myself worst-case scenarios. Because right. like really the Leafs, uh, the thing has been kind of finding new ways to kind of break our hearts. <laughs> yeah. And like I, I, I figured out what the worst-case scenario is. is Leafs, Leafs go to OT. Yep. Score. Oh my god! They, and it's Matthews who scores, and they call it back because it's reviewed. Have a get, have the goal called back oh because of goaltender interference. Yeah, because now the next 50-50 call has to go their way, even right. though the Marshaw offside should negate that. Right, right, and then the Leafs are just wiped out emotionally, and then and then of course, like if that happens, there's you're right. essentially you have like what happened was it the uh, the gold medal game for the women's yeah the IHF, women, women where, where Finland. Finland won at home yeah. everyone is going nuts first then, time someone other than Canada or US had won in twenty years technically and then they they, they call it back and the team is just deflated and, yeah and then of course the they US win. score um, yeah so I, I I apologize for going down to that deep dark place <laughs> Dan uh, let's talk about what the Leafs can specifically do tonight to switch things up what can they do to change the narrative. What are some small changes that we can look for that might lead to big success? Well, one thing, um, which I know we talked about it yesterday, actually, and the Leafs are actually implementing it today, and we didn't send any angry emails to Mike Babcock, is he's going to play John Tavares on the penalty kill. We don't, I don't know to what extent. Is he just going to take a face off and hop off, or is he going to play the penalty kill like he did in Long Island, right? Like He is a star defensive player just like he is offensive player. Yeah, and I think... It just makes too much sense, like especially when you factor in the fact that you know Hyman looks like he's hurt. Yeah. He's a great penalty killer. He's yeah. a great player. He's been a soldier. He's he's been a soldier. He's been heavy. He's been all the things that we want from him, right? But even if it's just again put JT out there to to win the face off, right, and then have you know JT go on go off for Marner or right. JT go whoever off whoever they decide, right? Who cares, right? Right, like point? again, tonight's really gonna be like like in Waterboy. 
you know, going down the stretch was a last game of the season there, you know, can't leave anything out, you know, might as well put them on. Like, right. Like, if there are any moments in the third period where one of Riley, Tavares, Matthews, or let's say Nylander right. aren't on the, the ice, yep. then Mike Babcock is failing completely. Yeah, I agree. Unless they're like up and they're protecting right, the lead, different right? Scenario, but, but like, but because again, like, game or you're losing. you do not want. To be able to say what if, right? You really got to give your star players every chance to prove themselves because the star players are the ones who are going to take the heat if they don't win. Yeah, they'll say, where was this guy? Where was that guy? And I think another change would be, you know, depending on the game or where we're at, if it's tied or we're losing, is Nylander going up to one of the top two lines again? Who cares about our third and fourth line if they don't see the ice? Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I think Kapanen has has had a few good plays, but I, I think he's been the least influential member on the on the Matthews line so uh, yeah that's definitely something I can or even see you know if Hyman's hurt right then take him bump him down for the third period if it's close game yeah and again like you know try you know a Marlowe Brown Kapanen line or whatever that would look like but uh, they he's definitely gonna have to try some different stuff right if the Leafs were to get down and he keeps trying the same stuff over and over again um it's going to be tough. We also don't have last change too, right? So he's going to need to give the Bruins things they aren't used to. Yeah. Right? Because they're preparing for the the Mike Babcock who never changes anything. They know him just like the he knows the Bruins, right? But the Bruins have been shown that they'll mix up their lines and it worked. Yeah. And you know, one of the things that we're worried about is Boston trying to get the, you know, the Bergeron line against the fourth line. Right. You know an easy solution to that? Yeah, mix up. Don't, don't play put them. out your fourth line. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Like, don't put those players in those positions. Right. And obviously, sometimes it's going to happen. You're going to yeah, have icing, whatever, you're gonna have right? whatever it is. But on a game like today, you know, Ennis has been great. He took that tough penalty. Yeah, Moore but he's, been he's happy to just be in the lineup because like, Gautier suspended. Freddie Gautier does not need to play tonight. No. Hey, buddy, like, we're, we're glad you're here. Double shift. You're going to be a here's double some shift. Pom-poms. Matthews yeah. and Tavares. Every single time you need that shift. Right. You know, next year they won't be making 11 plus million. They can handle it. Yeah. They're, you know, athletes that are in the best shape of their lives. So, like, I, I think you can take away some of the Boston edge by just not playing that. Right, because they have an amazing top line. Like, their top line is one of the best in the league. And then from there, like, their second line, like, our second line is way better than theirs. So if we're constantly so, yeah. just rolling out, even if it's just two lines against two lines all game, like I think we win that battle. Yeah, and because again, like it's going to be a little mistake. It's going to be a bounce. Right. It's going to be something like that that makes a big difference. Maybe it's one of their young kids that he's playing who hasn't been here before. Right, the Leafs have the benefit of most of the team. I think has been in this situation. Yeah, I, and the ones that I, I can't really think of, like, maybe Tre- maybe Dermot, Tre- Tre- but like Trevor Moore and Dermot. Right, Dermot was up last year. Right, but. At the very least, they made they won the Calder Cup last right, year. Exactly. So they have some sort of experience. Yeah. Yeah. So again, we, we talked about JT taking faceoffs. We talked about um, you know mixing up your lines, loading up your lines. Matthews, Tavares, Marner, uh, they, they should all be at twenty five minutes tonight. Yeah. Like Riley. Skate him into the ground. 28, yeah. 20. Like you said, like, yeah, I know it was. It should be one of those, oh my God, I can't believe it. we haven't seen a defenseman play this much since blah, blah, blah. I, like, I, I know it was an overtime game. Like, Roman Yossi last night played 31 minutes. Right. Right? And this is like on Nashville, a team that is super, super yeah, deep. Stacked on defense. Right? So, like, 
it's it's what you do, right? Right, and you know Riley goes up if it's if you're keeping the muzzin and and Zaitsev pairing together, yeah, right. Then it's Riley goes out with Hazy, Riley goes out with Dermot, Riley Riley goes out with Gardner, right, right. Like he gets like one shift off and then he's going back yep. out there, right, and yep. he's got likes to prove it because. Last game, Riley was their best player. Yeah, he was. And he doesn't look tired or injured or anything, so he's there's no reason to not play him unless we find out that he's got a broken foot or something. He's been playing through it. And even then, if he's he'll have a couple days to rest. I don't yeah. know when the next round starts. Gotta be soon. Yeah. And I again I I I really think we're gonna see not a different Leafs team, but both teams, it's game seven, all the cliches are out there. Yep. Lay it on the line. Like, Marner, this is the game to block shots with your face. Yep. Uh, don't worry about putting your superstars out on the power PK and having them yeah. get injured. And who cares what Don Cherry says? Yeah, but Don Cherry was also like, oh, yeah, this is why you got to have your skill players on the power play when right. Marner gets a, a breakaway yeah. Yeah, and a scores, penalty shot yeah. in the first game. Exactly. Right? It still, like, shocks me, A, that he's on the air. But, like, I understand wanting to have generally unbiased people. Right. I don't think there's anything wrong with having a someone who's biased. To, no, to Jeff Cana- O'Neill is amazing, to, to, and he's to, a huge to, Leaf fan. To Canadian teams, yeah, like, I agree. Uh, also, like you look, listen to the Nesson broadcast. No one's trying to be impartial there. No, <laughs> right? <laughs> they like, might as well just say we hate the Leafs. Right? Exactly. Right? When uh, I got Jim Hughes, I, to be honest, I, I just generally don't like the CBC Sportsnet people calling it. Like again, when it's not Bob Cole. Uh, like Which Jim, will never Jim, be again. Like right? Jim Hewson is just loves piling on the Leafs, but he does have a great voice. It, it just made it just made for saying great save, Luongo. <laughs> like it's literally the only thing that it sounds good saying. Everything yeah. else, I'm like, yeah, you're trying. Uh, to how hard. pumped are you for the Ron McLean opening oh, segment? It's, it's gonna be so good. I, I, I'm making a prediction right now. The anthem singer. That like retired last year. You think he comes back? He's gonna come back and Renee his tux, something, right? Renee Lacroix, whatever. Yeah. He's gonna come out in his tux. Oh, I hope that doesn't happen. Right with his fist pumps and like it's just like trying to make the least go into full PTSD. Right. Because uh, yeah, just trying to do everything to kind of rock the least. But again, I, I hope that they're, they're they're calm. Like they've been here before, right? This is their first game seven. We so have debated okay. the intangibles of Patrick Marlowe. Yeah, and the tangibles. Right, because they've been generally invisible yep. during the season. Yeah. If there is a game for Patrick Marlowe to show his worth, yeah, you know, a whole it, career's worth too, right? Not it, just like it, this season. It, it's this game. Yeah. He's done nothing all series. Right. One goal, That's one it. play, and suddenly it changes the whole narrative for for Patrick Marlowe. Yeah. As much as we're optimistic. About in the Leafs are in the window now. Like we've seen, you know, goalies get injured during the regular season, and a few things happen unexpectedly, and suddenly you miss the playoffs. If yeah. next year is Patrick Marlowe's last year, this might be his last playoff game. Yeah, very true. Right? He can get traded to another team. He can get injured. Leafs can miss the playoffs. This could be his last playoff game. What are you going to do, Patrick Marlowe? Right. right? I, I bet you he's at the rink right now. Thinking the same thing. He's taking right? a nap right now. No, it's five o'clock, right? There's no way they're napping there at the rink. He's nap. I assume like they have like a bunkie somewhere in the building where they, where they sleep. <laughs> maybe a TD because they've been there so many times over the years. They exactly. do in the visitor dressing room, but have, you know, maybe they that, have some hammocks in a room somewhere. <laughs> maybe that helps. Is the fact that it's not only is it a game seven; it's a game seven in a building you've been to before. Like you've done all. Like it's almost part of their routine. Almost. 
And like you, you've you've won two games in that yeah. building. Like so yeah, like they're it, on apparently it's the shittiest ice right now. Yeah. All the players are complaining about it. No. The Boston players. Well, uh, so what Kapanen talked okay, about okay. how like the puck for, exploded for, off his stick. From what I've heard, so like I, mean, I, I haven't really had a chance to read a lot of stuff today, but the Bruins fans, the Bruins players, are the ones who are complaining well, about it. It's, yeah. like, it's like it's your ice, and I'm like, take care of it. We have the Raptors in a playoff series right now as well, and no one's complaining about our ice. Yeah. And they have the same climate. It'd be different if it was the Leafs were playing in Florida. Yeah, and like. And Orlando, the Leafs are just as the Leaf, you know, arena has been just as as rowdy, right? Just as rowdy. I I think both teams also have to be worried. This is such a trap game, yeah, because of what has happened in all the different playoff series. Like the path to a Stanley Cup is there for every team that's still alive. Yeah, of course, right? Like Tampa Bay's out. To to think like like okay, this might be your path to a Stanley Cup. You need to beat Columbus, the Islanders, and. Dallas, right? Yeah, or St. Louis, or or like th- no one else who's been considered a powerhouse. Exactly, like all the big power towers. And again, like I pick Vegas to, to go really far. Like they're, they're going to a game cup. seven, yeah. right? Um, both if team if either team is looking past tonight and taking anything for granted, they will not make it to the no. next round. Um, I think when if, it comes. If, if Mar- sorry, I was gonna say if Marshawn with that huge nose can smell the Stanley Cup, like that'll cost them the game. Yeah, just rip that. Nose I think away. it was Eric Stahl. I might have said this before, but he uh, was lining up for a draw, and Marshawn said that it was the best chirp he's ever gotten. Yeah. And I guess they were lining up for the draw, and he just leaned into him and said, "Like, what do the hot dogs smell like from down here?" <laughs> 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 right. So. I don't think the Leafs can get under Marshawn's skin. It's been his whole life, right? But yeah. I think it could be something silly that just throws him off for one second. I think the only thing that would get under Brad Marshawn's skin would be good series. Right. Thanks Better for, luck next year. Yeah, yeah, the good series. Thanks for pushing us to be our best. Right. I, I, as they shake hands in the... We won because we hate you so much. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we won because we hate you. That's nice. So what's your prediction? I I don't even know if I could do it, Dan. But you're not Bob McKenzie yet, so you have to give one. He's the only person I think that can get away without making predictions. It's just like I f- don't think they're gonna win. You know, okay, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna be the opposite of you. I, I I and I know a large portion of that is a defense self defense mechanism, right? So when they win, and so when they lose, you can't say like, like "Oh, I said they were going to win." And like can rip you in apart. 2013, right. I cried and threw up. <laughs> oh my god! How old were uh, you? That was six years ago. Yeah, yeah. I like literally <laughs> cried and then felt so terrible that I threw. Were up. you drinking? A little bit, but okay. not excessively. Right, not enough to make you puke. Um, last year. I didn't cry, but I just felt like real dirty. Right. Um, and to just, but okay, and it wasn't as like it was a slow collapse, not a right. Yeah, it was a slow burn. Right. Um, I'm expecting to have my heart broken. Mm. Uh, just the scorned lover. Right? But at the same time, if the Leafs can win the power. The the, the special teams matchup. Freddie can steal a game. Yep. Patrick, like the, if Patrick, if Marlowe can do something to the series, if if Matthews can continue scoring at a goal per game pace, if one of Tavares or like there are so many, I, I see the pathway to success. Right. 
I see the pathway to winning. Okay. Okay, Dad. But you think they're going to lose? What do you think the score is going to be in the loss? I feel so dirty saying it. (laughs) Um, I think the Leafs are going to lose... Five to two. Five to two? Like empty net goals, though? Two empty net goals. Okay. So you're thinking like three to two? I think it's going to be three to two. Okay. I think what's going to happen... You think they do something stupid like pull the the goalie? The Leafs Leafs are going to... You're actually... It's going to play out exactly like the last game. Right. The Leafs will score the first goal. We're going to get excited. (laughs) And then, again, special teams will come into play. Right. The Leafs will get... The Boston will get up. But I think this is a game that's different, man, because we're changing our special teams, finally. We might not score a power play goal because we just, you know, they've been good on the penalty kill. They're not letting us have any zone entry, all that stuff. Um, but I think the Leafs head into the third period, tied 1-1. Yeah. I'll even go as bold as to say I think Matthews scores our goal. Yeah. Maybe Krug scores oh, I, think, I, think, I think Matthews is going to score and okay. 100p. I think with, like, three-ish minutes left, John Tavares scores because... Like, this is Babcock's reward for finally changing something is Tavares will score the game-winning goal with, like, three-ish minutes left, and the Leafs will hang on to win. To me, it's stressful as fuck last minute of the game, and I'm going to have so many gray hairs tomorrow morning, more, and but we'll get it done tonight. Nice. Okay. If it goes to overtime. Yeah. Because that's the other, again, I talk about... Right. You think Tavares... We haven't had one yet. You think Tavares scores the if goal? If it goes to overtime, no, because I think... Like, that'll be a very long game. I think it's always one of those other guys. Like, I think it would be a Marlowe or an NS guy who's gotten way less ice time this game. Yeah. And that was, like, something that we saw happen when we did the Washington series, right? right. Where it was a fourth, the Casperi captain on the fourth line right. who gets the goal. Yeah. Great, uh, great playing his, like, second loyal. shift, second shift yeah. uh, of the overtime kind right. of thing. <sighs> or a defenseman, right? Or, like Klingberg scored a big one last night for Dallas to go on, right? It's sometimes they just get that shot from the point that just goes in. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's wrap it up with some over-unders. Okay. Okay? Let's say Morgan Riley. Yeah. Over or under on 27 minutes tonight? Uh, over. Okay, I'll take the over too. Okay. Um, Matthews. Same amount of ice time? Points. Points? Two points. Okay, I was going to set, set it at one and a half. Okay. So, so, so two? Yeah. Okay, I think he'll, I think he'll get one goal. Okay. Because I don't think the Leafs are going to score a lot of goals. Okay. Um, and then let's go with total points. Pasternak, Marshall, Bergeron. Yep. Or... Tavares, Marner, Nylander. Okay, so they're like line points. So those three players, yeah. total points. Total points between all six of them or like between each line? I mean, the like, Bruins if, if you add up, so the total points of Bergeron, Marshaw, and Pasternak. For the Bruins. For the Bruins, yeah. total points for of Tavares, I mean, they get two Marner. points because they'll, they'll probably score. Yeah. And then the other guys get three. That's how we, like, it's got to be that way with my prediction so far. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. I get, it's, it's, this is such a hard... Okay, here's a, here's a random question. If the Leafs win tonight, yes. does Nazem Kadri play game one of the next series? Yes, yeah? 100%. Okay. I, 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 I would just say no. Because if I'm Babcock, I'm just saying, like, we don't need it right now. 
But see, like, I, I think the reason why you say yes is because no matter what the result is, they will not win tonight because of Freddie Goche. And again, just no, no, I don't. Just, I don't just Freddie Go- watch Freddie Goche score the overtime. Right. Now that I said that, but like <laughs> at the worst case scenario, you make him be your fourth line center. Right. Okay. So you just limit his ice time. Right, and you have a kind of an earnest, earnest spot. Right, right, right. And I guess you do get to then put Nylander back in a better position. According I think, to I, I think like the one, the biggest thing that having Kadri be out has, it's given Babcock or taken away one of his big options when right. it comes to switching things up, which is to put Nylander on with Matthews, right? Because he's got to play center. Um, I, I, previewing this. Uh, as much as I'm a big Leaf fan, you know, when we talk about it throughout the season, um, I try to be generally impartial and trying to view both perspectives. I, I'm just too much of a homer and too much of, like, too emotionally involved in this game to, like... Because, again, like, I, do I, I want them to win so bad, but at the same time, I, I don't want to be hurt. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be different this year. It'll be Everything different. feels different. It'll be different. Even if you think about it from last year, um, it's been every other game this year, and it started with the Leafs winning. Last year, they had to climb out of holes, and they didn't deserve to go to game Again, seven. There, there is, other than the fact that they have lost the last two games in this situation, yeah. everything is different. I've also never heard the Bruins, you know, Marshawn and some of their and the coaching, like they've complimented the Leafs way more this year than I've ever heard the Leafs get complimented in the past. Yeah, and they play better. Yeah. Right, and that's why. Um, go Leafs go. Go Leafs go. Again, the, the Leafs have played 82 games, let's see, 82 plus 88 games. Yeah. Right? That's 4,080 minutes, 4,800 minutes of hockey. My, that's not counting overtimes and stuff. Throughout and the not counting two, overtimes. Right? Wow, it's good math, Phil. <laughs> Math teacher. Anyways, uh, it's about sixty minutes tonight. Right. Right. It's about it's about a fifteen-minute second shift at the end of a power play that is the difference between keeping the momentum and giving it back. Right. Right. It's about. The last thirty seconds at the end of the period to close, like, yeah, and taking that extra stride instead of putting your stick out and getting that stupid little weak slash or weak uh, tripping penalty. So again, it's 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 for a, a game for a season that has been so long and such a grind and so physical, and have been so many talking points. It's sixty minutes of hockey, and maybe that's what we need. Yeah. Right. That's why we we like it. That's why we love the Leafs. That's why we love hockey. And that's why I will be sitting anxiously on my couch, unable to talk or move, except <laughs> for my walks of my dog in between intermission. Right. You can't. Don't mess this up for us. I can't, I, can't, I can't mess it up. I got my bath socks back on. I'm trying everything. <laughs> trying everything. Um, anyways, that we're, we're going to, no matter what happens, we'll either continue on the next round. Yep. We'll do kind of, if the Leafs... Don't win. We'll do a little postmortem and kind of do your review. Uh, but before we let you guys go, it's been so much fun recording these podcasts uh, this season. Uh, Dan, it's been great having you uh, join me as a new permanent uh, co-host uh, on this podcast. It's been a lot of fun. It's been fun, man. Thanks for having me. Um, thank you to the people who've interacted with us uh, along the way on Twitter and you know had some nice heated arguments or you know give me a little pat on the back when I accidentally tweet something funny. Um, <laughs> We love you guys. We love the Leafs. Fingers crossed. 
for the Neighborhood Lease Podcast. I'm Phil. I'm Dan. Go, Lease, go. We'll see you around the neighborhood.